Hi guys, welcome to the 100th episode of the Convenient Counselor Podcast. Oh, hosted by, by our mom. That's right. My name is Brianna Leach. I'm a wife, a mom of those three precious kiddos, and a licensed professional counselor. And I'm Ben Leach, Brianna's husband, and I'm really excited to be interviewing her today on her 100th episode. Okay, as the counselor, I'm usually the one asking the questions, so I'm a teeny bit nervous today, but we're going to go ahead and jump into the interview, and Ben, I will let you take the lead. Awesome. Well, I've already said it. I'm excited to be here. Uh, 100 episodes is such a milestone, and the fact that you've accomplished this in two and a half years over the pandemic, all that we've had, we built a house, had a lot on our plate, and you still have been able to accomplish 100 episodes, so I've put together questions. You had some uh, folks send questions in, and I've got those kind of in the mix. Um, We'll jump into the first one here. So 100 episodes, this was an achievement and a milestone for you. What has been the most challenging part of being able to accomplish this? Oh, um, that's a good question. I would say consistency (laughs) and... Kids? Kids and (laughs) being able to... It's not stay motivated, but just to remind myself to produce another episode every week. Sometimes a week would roll around and I'd think, oh no, I forgot to record or I need to do this quickly. Or like when we're traveling and packing my microphone so I can go into a closet and record. But for me, um, so much of this was long range goal of having this for our kids to listen Mm -hmm. to someday. So that's kept me motivated the whole time. But I would say it because it's not my full time job, squeezing it in in any kind of margin that I can find. Yeah, and I can attest to it. You've recorded episodes <laughs> while on vacation mm-hmm. in hotel rooms mm-hmm. and uh, visiting family mm-hmm. you know, in their homes. So yeah, you've stayed consistent. Um, next question, what have you learned about yourself over the last two and a half years of running the Convenient Counselor podcast? Oh man, um, I've learned that I'm very passionate about educating people on how wonderful they are. I mean, I always did that through teaching, through individual counseling, but I think through a podcast, realizing that this makes this information accessible Mm -hmm. to anyone, anywhere. And since it all kind of started from talking with friends about mental health topics and thinking, oh, not everyone is having this conversation. So the biggest thing to answer your question that I've learned about myself is that this comes very organically. So it feels like it's a passion or a skill set that God instilled in me Mm -hmm. um, through my own experience and then just a passion for helping others. But I really feel like my calling in life is to help people understand how uniquely they're created. And this is just another avenue to do so. Yeah. What's exciting is being able to see you live that out, not just on the Convenient Counselor podcast, Mm -hmm. but in day-to-day life, like really living that out on a regular basis. Um, Well, thanks. (laughs) All right, next question. So this is a uh, submitted question. What advice would you have given yourself when you first began your career in counseling? Oh, man. I Let's see. I was 20 or 21. I don't know if you remember. um, When I first started working at a psychiatric hospital and 
I like to describe it as just throwing myself in the deep end with Mm -hmm. zero floaties or anything. (laughs) I had had my undergraduate training, but going into counseling, I think you have all these maybe perceptions or what you think it might look like of the therapy couch, someone laying there, you're sitting there with the clipboard and it's nothing like that. (laughs) And I'm so thankful because I didn't realize how just real life it is and conversational and I think the advice I would give is to trust your gut. Um, You get a real strong sense of when things are being led one way or another, Mm -hmm. being able to know if it's a good fit with a client or Mm -hmm. not. And even just sometimes there's moments where you might have to step outside of what was just in your textbook. You know, it might be learning some things on the fly. And Mm -hmm. I think the biggest advice I would give myself, and I wish... I would have done this more at the beginning. I'm doing it more now is exposing myself to all different forms of therapy and all different types of counselors. And I wish I would have myself been in therapy much sooner. I am now, and I talk about it often, but I have learned so much by being the counselee and being the one receiving the counseling as much as I have working with different clients. But I think trust your gut, expose yourself to as many types of therapy. You know, if you mm-hmm. think you don't want to work with a certain population, go try it out anyways. You never know what's going to click. Um, I had no idea I would love premarital counseling as much as I did until I started working with couples. Um, even pre-parenting, I didn't know that I would be passionate about that until I had my own kids. So just being exposed to different types of therapy because the field of counseling is so broad and there is such a di- diverse need all over the place. Right. And ever evolving too. So it seems mm-hmm. like there's this consistency of needing to to, to be willing mm-hmm. to always learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, let's move on to the next question. So I've never podcasted before. I can only speak uh, from my experience of watching you do it. And I understand feedback is relatively limited, right? Mm-hmm. You, you, you don't have this <laughs> feedback loop on a consistent basis outside of like reviews I would be curious, tell me about a time where you receive feedback that was encouraging around the work you do on this podcast. Oh man, I love that. Uh, there's a core group of you that listens every single week and just seeing those numbers, the mm-hmm. platform I host on is called Buzzsprout. They are fantastic if you're ever thinking of starting a <laughs> podcast, but they post the numbers of how many people are listening every week. And sometimes they'll put the locations, the country, the state, the city, but I don't always know who it is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But it's been so encouraging to know there's a group of people every week that listen. And on top of that, there's a few of you who have reached out and messaged me or sent feedback through the podcast review channels. But a few of you have messaged me and just said that you're applying some of the principles that we talk about in your everyday life, or a couple of you have said it's like having coffee with a friend, which that's always encouraging because the whole goal of this is that it's on your own time and it's very comfortable and that it's something that's conversational and not me, you know, preaching at you or speaking at you. I'd rather speak with you and let this be something that makes mental health topics approachable and not seem so clinical. If that makes sense. No, that makes sense. And you have listeners, like you talked about, you have this consistent listener base, but you've shared with me uh, the, the the different statistics 
with all these different countries that are listening, what what's the number of countries? Mm-hmm. Actually, I was just looking at the stats as I was preparing for the 100th episode. And believe it or not, there are 52 wow. countries represented that have at least had one listen, yeah, including... Antarctica. Antarctica. Okay. <laughs> that's my, that's that one I'm pretty amazed. But there's somebody every week that listens in three countries. Well, so three individuals mm-hmm. in Thailand, Germany, and Iraq. Wow. So if that's you, please message me. I would love to know who's listening on the other side of the world. Very cool. This next question is around um, topics that you're seeing come up on a regular basis in the counseling field and things that you believe strongly in and maybe have plans to start diving into. Yes, I would love to talk about that more because every week I try and tell myself that I want to pre-record, you know, three months worth of episodes at a time. But what amazes me through this process and really going back to what I've learned through all this is that there are times, um, and because I'm a believer, I feel like it's the Holy Spirit leading Mm -hmm. me towards different topics based on things going on in the world, things that I'm experiencing or seeing a pattern with my own clients in my own life. But there's topics that just organically come up. And if I pre-recorded based on just maybe efficiency or wanting to get it done sooner, I feel like I would miss some of those very timely and relevant topics. There's no way I could have, you know, started, I started in October or September of 2019 and there's no way I could have known, you know, less than a year later that the right. whole world was shut down. Right. So if I had pre-recorded six months worth of episodes, they would have been off base. It would have felt very out of touch. So the topics that I'm seeing, though, consistently come back to the foundation of increased self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I want the podcast and I hope that it's a tool for people to learn more about themselves because that's foundational to basically any growth or change in your life. And when I work with clients, I'm not telling them what to do. They're just learning about themselves. And oh, that makes sense. I love when someone on their own comes to their own conclusion or puts two and two together Mm -hmm. of now that makes total sense. I just get to be the objective person who notices notices it. Sometimes I'll get to that conclusion first, but Mm -hmm. I really want them to get to it. Um, So as far as topics all based in self-awareness education. And then beyond that, I would love to do more on parenting topics, marriage topics. Most of my episodes in the first 100 have been very introspective, just one-on-one, but I would love to look more into potentially some interviews. Yeah, This is new, but I like it and it's good. Um, interviewing some other experts and kind of collaborating on our own experiences and what that could do for the listener. Right. Helping people experience their aha moments. Mm-hmm. That's that's exactly it. <laughs> All right. I love this next question. This is a listener submitted question. I think I like this question because your podcast has created inspiration around the counseling field. Um, this question is any tips on getting into the counseling field? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always say anytime I hear someone even think about going into counseling, I say, yes, please, we Mm -hmm. need more. (laughs) We always need more counselors, especially good counselors. I would say to that person and to anyone considering counseling is find a program because you have to be trained. You do have to have a foundation of education, at least a master's level degree, and then you go on for many hours to get your license. Most people don't realize there is 
thousands of hours worth right. of work that goes into becoming a counselor. It's not just a certificate you can print out online. It's something you work really hard towards. And someone considering going down that route, kind of like I said earlier, keep your options open. Mm-hmm. Try not to pigeonhole yourself too early at all, because I can tell you pretty much all the counselors I know and consider colleagues, we've worn many, many hats <laughs> from right. teaching, from uh, doing community work, doing something in a hospital setting, individual setting, groups. You know, you you kind of are become a jack of all trades because you can go wherever the need is. Right. And the more diversified your education is, the more you study, like I said, all different types of populations, the wider the range of opportunity is for you. So when you're considering that, try not to corner yourself too much, right. if that makes sense. Right. Be willing to step into experiences that might stretch you a little bit as a yes. counselor and and to try new things. That's right. And, right. and people always say with like practicums or internships, oh man, that was such a bust. And I think, wonderful. You've checked that off your list, you know, of I tried it. That's not a good fit for me, but at least you know, and you can answer that question. All right. To wrap up my last question for you. Okay. What is next for the convenient counselor? I knew you were going to ask that. <laughs> it's, it's a good question. And I, I love brainstorming and planning for the future. Mm-hmm. I think the last two years have taught us to hold plans very loosely. Right. <laughs> I would say in January or March of 2020, I had lots of plans for the convenient counselor. We all did. We all did. And <laughs> I've learned to take it week by week. I think that's what's been so great about this. Mm-hmm. As far as what I hope to be next, I would love to continue the podcast and continue to watch it evolve. Even in the two years yeah. and the 100 episodes, it's changed names. It's changed brands, more or less. It's still me, but it's more focused on not just the process, but the actual result You know, right. of having counseling topics and therapy topics on your time and make it convenient. But I think the next steps is to take that another step further to create online resources, Mm -hmm. whether it's videos, downloads, things that you can take the podcast and then apply it more to your life or take certain topics that I'm passionate about that I develop resources for, and then you can apply them to a small group, Mm -hmm. apply them to your parenting, apply them to your marriage. So we're talking whether that be like a study guide kind of thing or a video series that you can watch with your spouse, with your kids, or just learning about more mental health topics in a very convenient and easy manner. Right. What's exciting about that is being able to access those resources, those tools on your time Mm -hmm. in kind of a self-serve manner. Definitely. Um, you know, that, that that allows you kind of to adapt it to your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. What makes the most sense? Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. I look forward to it. Well, thank you for letting me join you on episode 100. Thank you, babe. That's, I'm, I'm really glad yeah. you're a part of this and you're a natural. You're really good at this. I'm sure everybody <laughs> listening thinks he has a great voice because that's what I thought all, well, the, all along. Let's do this again on episode 200. Sounds great. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening and for listening for 100 episodes. This has been an amazing journey and I will continue to produce episodes and content that you want and that is on my heart. You can always reach me at convenientcounselor.com or on social media at convenientcounselor. As always, you've got this and I'm cheering you on.
Happy 100th episode.